And I love the way that he starts. He says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. You see, one thing that we forget oftentimes when we talk about this baby in the manger is that Jesus, God the Son, has always existed. He is God. Not in some associated kind of way, but He is God. And then John continues and says, not only was this word God in the beginning with God, but that through Him, everything that was created has been created. That Jesus, God the Son, is Creator God. I, I know that's kind of weird for us to think. We, we think, oh, of course, because He's God. But John makes it really clear to us that in Him, here's the way he says, it says, He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Paul echoes this in Colossians chapter 1, that He is Creator. He created everything that is. That is God the Son. God the Son is the creative agent in the Trinity. And it's amazing that God the Son, Creator, is the one that we celebrate at Christmas. And then he says, in him was the life, and the life was the light of men. You see, Jesus, God, preexistent, eternal God, is also creator God. And he's the one that in Genesis, when it says that he formed man from the dust of the earth and he breathed in him the breath of life, this is God the Son. The one whose birth we celebrate tonight. But that's not all. It says that this life was the light of men. And that when he came, it, it says, not he came to his own and his own didn't receive him. And if that's where John stopped, it'd be such a depressing story, wouldn't it? <laughs> but he continues, but to everyone who did receive him, for those who believe in his name, I love the way John puts it. He gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, not of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. You see, God the Son is Creator. He created us, and yet He is also our Redeemer. He came so that, that everyone who believed in Him, who trusted in Him, when we use that word believe in Scripture, it's not a knowing with your head, it's a trusting with your heart. And for everyone who trusts in Him, to them He gave the right to become children of God. Who were born not of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. That is, that He redeems, He restores us to the position that He created us to be, to have full fellowship with Him. And then John writes in verse 14, this, this amazing thing. He says, And the Word became flesh, 
and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, glory as of the only Son of the Father. Some of your translations might say begotten of the Father, but really the idea here is he is the one and only Son of the Father. Never ever to be repeated. And I love the way John puts it here, that the Word became flesh. This is the Word who was with God and who was God. This is the Word who created everything that is, and nothing that has been created was created without Him. This is the one who is the life giver, who brings us life. This is the one for everyone who trusts in Him. He gives the right to become children of God. This one, and and this amazing thing that we can know but we can't fully understand, I think, at least this side of heaven, became flesh, the way John puts it. Here's the idea. God, the Son, also became man. That's easy to say, but boy, is that hard to understand. You want a big word? Here's your big word for the year. The theological term is the hypostatic union. Right? I didn't see anybody write that down. Guys, what that means is that the eternal God, the Son, became man, all God, and yet all human. I love the way the writer of Hebrews puts it. As As he's unwrapping this mystery, this marvel of the Word become flesh, He said, and and we don't have a high priest who can't sympathize with us. But we have one who's been tempted in every way as we, yet without sin. You see, as as we gather tonight, I love Christmas Eve. I've told some of you, this is my favorite service of the year. Second only to the Good Friday service. But as as we prepare to celebrate the birth of God the Son, We marvel at this mystery that the eternal God the Son became flesh. He didn't put on a skin suit. (laughs) That is, He didn't just inhabit a body for a short while. Once and for all time, God the Son became man. In fact, Scripture tells us that He rules and reigns. He now sits at the right hand of the Father in His glorified body. And that one day He will return. What, what we, we sing about is, is this baby that was born in the major is the king of kings. The wise men had it right when they came to Herod. They, they started looking at the wrong place first. Although for them, they thought it was the right place. Because the one who was born, the king of the Jews, the star signaled His birth and they came to worship Him. And that one someday will return as King of kings and as Lord of lords. Not the little baby that we celebrate the birth, but the ruling, reigning King and Lord of all. Tonight, as you do whatever uh, Christmas tradition you have, we, we have our 
our Christmas Eve tradition. And, and we don't have to make stuff up like Cynthia said. We really had to sing happy birthday to Hillary before we could sing happy birthday to Jesus, the mind of a two-year-old. Um, I want it to be my birthday. Whatever Christmas tradition you have on Christmas Eve, would you do this? Would you take some time tonight and celebrate the birth of God the Son, the Word made flesh? As we close tonight, we'll close with silent night. It says, in him was the life, and that life was the light of men. So you have your candles, and I'll ask our two that, that have uh, prepared to come and help me light them. We'll close tonight with silent night, and as we do, uh, after a period of time, you could just head out that door. You can take your candles with you, uh, keep them. You might want to blow them out before you get to the car. Watch your, your little ones as we go. As we celebrate the birth of the Word made flesh.